Knock, knock. Radio Theater is on the air! Good day, Just a ride from the Come on, partner, set up and go. Get ready for the cowboy show. We've been working since the break today. We've been doing it the cowboy way. Now it's time to play. We're gonna ride and rope the regular tune. We're gonna hoot and holler and holler at the moon. Yes, partners, it's time to saddle up and ride the airwaves once again with America's favorite cowboys, Riders in the Sky. Too Slim, the man of many hats. Woody Paul, the king of the cowboy fiddlers. And Ranger Doug, the idol of American youth. This is Texas Big Spender inviting you to join Riders in the Sky for a thrilling program of high yodeling adventure. We're going to and holler and holler at the moon. And now with the 2,674th performance of their career, here are Riders in the Sky! Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, buckaroos and buckarettes, riders in the sky. Riders Radio Theater coming from the beautiful Emory Theater in Cincinnati, Ohio. And thank you, Texas Big Spender, the voice that sold a million baby chicks over border radio. Riders in the sky is Too Slim, Ranger Doug, and Woody Paul. And our orchestra is, as always, under the direction of the capable and competent Joey, the Cowpoka King. We kick things off tonight with Johnny Bond's famous Cimarron. One, two, three...
You're listening to the best in Western broadcasting and Riders Radio Theater will return right after this very important message. Neighbors, this is Texas Big Spender with sensational news. The good folks down at the Del Rio Chicken Ranch have developed the mother of all chickens, an amazing new hybrid weighing up to 2,000 pounds, which they call Chicken Colossus. Chicken Colossus was developed by genetic engineers working in the ultra-modern laboratories of the Del Rio Chicken Institute. And neighbors, these chickens lay boulder-sized eggs. Why, some of them weigh as much as 75 pounds. Think of the omelet you could make with one of these babies. But here's the really big news. You can own your own, your very own Chicken Colossus for the low introductory price of only $9.99. Fantastic, isn't it? But now, folks, at this unbelievably low price, we can't guarantee that every chicken will lay eggs. That's because we can't guarantee gender. And it's a well-known, irrefutable scientific fact that no matter how hard he tries, a rooster cannot lay an egg. Now, I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, Texas Bigs, why don't the good folks down at the Del Rio Chicken Ranch call all the roosters and just send hens? Well, would that they could, neighbors, but it's a simple fact of life that prior to puberty, not even a chicken can tell a rooster from a hen. So now you're probably thinking, Texas Bigs, what will I do with a 2,000-pound rooster? Well, to begin with, neighbors, don't look at it as a problem. Look on it as an opportunity. Neighbors, think about it. You'll never again be bothered by a door-to-door salesman if you have a 2,000-pound rooster running around in your yard. We're from the Jehovah's Witnesses. Can you imagine what a burglar would think if he tried to break into your happy little home and came across an angry rooster the size of a Toyota minivan? And if there's a neighborhood bully, why well, just put a collar and leash on old Reynard and let little Johnny and Junie take him for a stroll around the block. Nobody's gonna bother those kids after seeing their pet as a one-ton rooster colossus that can bite trees in two. Nobody. So pick up that phone and call now. Don't miss this opportunity. The number to call is 1-900-COLOSSUS. Call now and be the first in your neighborhood to own a 2,000-pound chicken that can sit... Thank you. Riders Radio Theater sends a great big Western howdy to our station of the week, KFAI in Minneapolis, Minnesota. And now here's the king of the cowboy fiddlers with a little love, Sail Away Lady. Time for the popular feature, Guest Time. Thank you, Texas Big Spender. You're right as Montana rain. It's Guest Time here on Riders Radio Theater. And Woody, who's our special guest this go-round? Uh, Ranger Doug, we got a mighty pretty lady with us this week. She's been a friend of ours for many years. Yep. She's a terrific songwriter, singer, and producer. A lot of folks probably know her from her work with the country hit makers Highway 101. But she's out on her own now and tearing it up. Please welcome Liberty Records recording artist Paulette Carlson. Yes. Howdy, boys. How you doing tonight? Howdy, Paulette. Paulette, you are like a breath of springtime breeze to come on our show with us. 
Well, I'm glad to be here. You know, our trails have passed so many times. Yes, they have. <laughs> and here we are with the same manager. Same manager. You never David dreamed Stepner. you'd get stuck oh, in a gee. little theater in Cincinnati, did you? Well, well I, I knew he was working with some good guys, so I figured he was okay to work with. Well, all right. What are you going to sing for us tonight, Paulette? I'm going to sing a song that Mr. James Taylor wrote, a song called Sweet Baby James. A one, two, three, two, two, There is a young cowboy, he lives on the range. His horse and his cattle are his only companions. He works in the saddle and he sleeps in the canyons. Waiting for summer, his pastures to change. Sweet baby James. Oh, rock by sweet baby James. 
Paulette, before, before we go any further, would you do me the favor of introducing this fine young fellow that's standing to your right? Yes, this is a great guitar player, my road manager, Mr. John Bumgardner. And he's single, ladies. There's John. There <laughs> How about go. that? Mighty fine. Road manager, eh? I guess you're on the road a lot these days, Paulette. Oh, yeah, I've been on the road for about... Well, been pretty busy now. My little baby travels with me. This all, all this last summer's been real busy. Well, where do you go when you go back to it? <laughs> when I go back to my baby? I was just recklessly going on with the script here, Paulette. <laughs> I... <laughs> you know, it's always great to get back to our home in Tennessee. What a coincidence. We have a ranch there, too. <laughs> you do? Yes. Well, what do you raise? Ticks and slugs. <laughs> Good year for slugs this year, too. Bumper crop. What do you raise? Oh, cattle, dogs, lots of dogs, horses, you know, the usual. Well, cattle ranching can be a tough business. Yes, it can, Ranger Doug. But I raise quality beef, and I watch them every step of the way. And most important, I always, I mean, I always get a good price for them. Really? A good price? Oh, yeah, really. I load those steers in my truck, and I hit the road, and I don't unload them until I get my price. Matter of fact, I'm heading out with a truckload right after I'm done with the show here. Well, good luck, Paulette. And folks, another big hand for a lady who always gets her price, Paulette Carlson! <laughs> Riders Radio Theater is a Mammoth Radio Pictures production in association with WBXU. This program is being taped live at the Emory Theater in the Queen City of the West, Cincinnati, Ohio. Stay with us, Saddlefiles. We'll be right back. Here's a little of the number five song on the National Polka Countdown for it is Polovetsian Dances. You're listening to Riders Radio Theater. And now Riders Radio Theater presents the ongoing saga of the Cowboy Way. Tonight, episode nine of the exciting Western melodrama, Return of the Evil Empire. As faithful listeners will no doubt recall, the abominable Slocum, with the help of the depraved doofus Charlie, has taken control of the very remote and backward former Soviet Republic of Bostrovia. Slocum's first act as boss of Forstrovia was to apply to the U.S. for a billion dollars in foreign aid. Instead of money, however, the United States sent riders in the sky. This enraged Slocum, and the moment they landed, he ordered Charlie and his secret police to... Let him have it. We gotta get out of here. Let's ride, Get boys. up there, get up there. The riders escape thanks in no small part to the lousy marksmanship of Charlie and his men. The next day, seeking supplies, the riders visited a small village where a storekeeper recognized them. Gosh, how did you know we were riders in the sky? Pictures on wanted posters all over Postrovia. Reward of one million slocums dead or alive. The riders, of course, were there to help. And when they learned that a national town hall meeting was scheduled for the next day, they decided they'd be there too. 
Meanwhile, former High Sheriff Drywall was canned from the Big Red China Elvis My Way tour and left stranded on a dark, lonely dirt road in the middle of Central Asia. A lot of guys are giving up on their career about now, but not me. Uh-uh, buddy. I'll be back and bigger than ever, too. And now episode nine entitled, E is for Effort. And the cold, dread, dead of night on a desolate high plain in the middle of nowhere, a lanky, lonely figure dressed in a polyester sequin jumpsuit with a battered guitar strapped to his back trudges wearily down a long, empty road. Oh, man. I wonder if coming here was the right career decision. I could be sitting in the dockside lounge at the Quality Hotel Central in Norwood, Ohio, eating a big bowl of clam chowder and pursuing my semi-successful public radio career. Oh, well, I guess it could be worse. It could be raining. Oh, me. Oh, well, at least the wind's not blowing that hard. Whoa! It is a long, cold, wet, and windy night for our would-be Elvis. And as dawn breaks, several hundred miles to the west, things are much better. At the Riders in the Skies Hidden Mountain Campsite, the skies are clear, the sun is brightly shining, and after a hearty breakfast of rotten borscht, the Riders hit the saddle and head down the rocky trail on their way to the Big Borstrovian National Town Hall meeting. Hit up there, and I as got... they work their way down the side of the mountain, Too Slim can't help but notice the fertile, fruited plain below. Gosh, look at that fertile, fruited plain below. Beat tops as far as the eye can see. Oh. They're not ripe yet, though, from the looks of them. No, but my guess is they will be soon. Oh. I don't get it, boys. Those beets aren't rotten. They're not ripe, but they're not rotten. I wonder why they only have, rot have rotten beets to eat in this country. Well, why do you think that is, Ranger Doug? I don't know, but I don't have to know. We'll find out when we get to the National Town Hall meeting. Meanwhile, back in Central Asia, the sun is yet to appear and it is still cold, windy, and pouring down rain. Oh, baby. Hundreds of miles from anywhere, smoking wet. Nothing but my guitar and my sequined polyester jumpsuit. That's holding in shape pretty good. But, ooh, this thing's starting to smell. Ooh, I wonder what Elvis would do in a situation like this. I know, he'd sing a song. Viva Las Vegas! Viva Las Vegas! Amazingly, Viva as Drywall Vegas. sings, the clouds part, the sun comes shining through, and down the road a cattle truck barrels into view. Viva! What? That's a truck. Oh, I'll stick out my phone there and see if I can catch me a ride. He's flowing. Uh, he's stopping. Viva Las Vegas! Viva Las Vegas! Where are you heading, partner? Wow, well, wherever you're going there. Viva Las Vegas. Viva Las Vegas. All right, partner, hop in. Viva Las Vegas. And so Viva they're off, Las Vegas. rolling down the back roads of Central Asia. And they're definitely something you don't expect to see every day, neighbors. A cowgirl so determined to get the best price she can for her cattle that she will drive to the ends of the earth to do it and a sopping wet Elvis impersonator who hasn't a clue where he's going or what unbelievable events are going to occur when he gets Viva there. If he gets there. Viva Las Vegas! Viva Las Say, Vegas! Say, partner, are those all the words you know to that song? Viva, Viva, uh, ma'am? 
I said, are those all the words you know to that song? Uh, well, yep, sure are. Mm-hmm. Well, do you intend to keep singing it anyway? Oh, boy, do I. <laughs> Maybe I'll sing Hey, you're going to have to get out. What'd you stop for? Well, I mean it. What? What do you mean? Y you get on out now. You you're going to leave me here? Well, I'm sorely tempted. But you can ride back there with the cattle if they can stand it. Oh, oh okay. Well, well, well thanks. Thanks a lot. Thank, thank you. Thank you kindly. Oh, the strange roads I've been high driving, I tell you, this one's got to be the strangest. <laughs> Meanwhile, back in Borstrovia, riders in the sky have arrived in the little village of Montedna. Whoa, they're easy. And a few moments later, they're entering the local beat hall where the meeting is to take place. Boy, this place is packed as full as a can of sardines. It sure is, side me. Excuse me, sir, are these seats taken? Yep, please to sit. Thank you. Hey, boys, here's some seats. Oh, great, I'll go first. Excuse me, ha, man with a bass. Oh, howdy. Greetings, my name Ilya. You, riders in the sky, da? Da, you're not gonna turn us in, are you? Yet, you safe here, cowboys, you safe anywhere. Slocum's reward. Worthless. Only could buy rotten borscht and not many of them. Ah. Speaking of rotten beets, ah. we've been wondering about that. We saw lots of great looking fields of fresh beets on the way here. Why do you only eat them when they're rotten? Mm, it's always how they are when we harvest. It's like this. Every year we hope for better, but always same. We start with big spring planting, everybody happy. Beets grow big and bushy through long hot summer. Big. Big, bushy beets in ground. Rain's just enough to help them grow, but then monsoons come. Rains for days and days and days. Ground covered with foot of water. After a while, rains go away. We harvest beets. Rotten, always the same. Oh, wait, don't tell us. The beets are rotten. How do you know? Well, uh, you see, there's a foot of water. Uh, Ilya, have you ever considered harvesting the beets? Before the rains come? Yeah. Do what? Yeah, in other words, plant the beets, grow the beets, and pick the beets before the monsoon rains come. Before the monsoon? Yeah. Yet not possible. Not possible? Why no. not? That when playoff begins. Excuse me? What? Borscht will play off. Everybody know that. Have to play it before rains. No other way. Borscht ball? Yes, it's national pastime. Oh, I see. Ilya, what if you had a dome stadium? Dome stadium, where do we get that? I don't know, but I don't have to know. But it is a good question, and I'm sure I'll think of a good answer. Order! Order! The Borstrovia Borstball National Town Meeting will come to order. Now for the first order of Excuse me, Mr. Chairman, excuse me, please. Who's that? Ranger Doug, idol of American youth and representative of the United States Department of State. I heard you were here. What do you want? I want you to delay the start of the playoffs until the rainy season. What? Are you loony? Can't do that. Would have playoffs in foot of water. Not if you had a dome stadium. Dome stadium? Yes, a dome stadium. 
Normally, I'm opposed to dome stadiums and artificial grass, but I believe this is a special case. How we get dome stadium? The United States Department of State will guarantee it. Order, order! Look here, cowboy. How we know there's not just another American foreign policy big bungling and meddling in our affairs? Come on. Do you really think the United States State Department would want to bungle and meddle in your affairs? Well, Doc. Of course they would. Bring them out! No! Hold it, hold it. Ranger Doug, your word is known around the world. If you give us your personal guarantee that we will have this dome stadium, one that will seat 50,000 plus by the start of the monsoon rainy season, then we will harvest beets and delay start of playoffs. Will you do this? Will you give us the word of Ranger Doug, idol of America, you? I give you my word. So be it! Playoffs will begin first day of monsoon season. This meeting adjourned. Gosh, can we really do this? We have to. More of all the harebrained ideas. Where are we even going to start? Well, we'll start by writing to the Government Consumer Information Center, Pueblo, Colorado, 81009. Yeah, they have over 200 free or, or low-cost government publications on topics like money, food, jobs, cars, and businesses. They're sure to have a pamphlet on how to build a 50,000-feet-plus dome stadium. What was that address again? I'm glad you asked, Woody. That address again is the Government Consumer Information Center, Pueblo, Colorado, 81009. I'm going to be short. I hope this works. It'll have to. Woody, when we get the plans, I'm counting on you to figure out a way to make them work. Gosh, I'll do the best I can. What did Woody swallow? Will the riders be able to build a 50,000-plus seat dome stadium? And if so, how can they possibly finish it before the monsoon rainy season comes? Well, you won't find the answers to these questions by writing to the Government Consumer Information Center, Pueblo, Colorado, 81009, but you will find them right here, same time, same station, next week in episode 10 of Return of the Evil Empire, entitled Your Government at Work. It's regulating, administrating, filibustering melodrama you won't want to miss, and it's coming only to this theater of the mind. And now here again are Riders in the Sky, Joey the Cow, Polka King, and truck driving, Paulette Carlson. From this valley they say you are going This is the VXU Radio Network.